Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together to start this morning and to start this week in prayer. Today is Monday. This is the 22nd week after Pentecost, and this week we continue with our reading from the book of 1 Samuel. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 1 Samuel chapter 7. We begin this morning at verse 3. Then Samuel said to all the house of Israel, If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Astartes from among you. Direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So Israel put away the Baals and the Astartes, and they served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Gather all Israel at Mitzpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. So they gathered at Mitzpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord. They fasted that day and said, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the people of Israel at Mitzpah. When the Philistines heard that the people of Israel had gathered at Mitzpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the people of Israel heard that it heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. The people of Israel said to Samuel, Do not cease to cry out to the Lord our God for us, and pray that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. So Samuel took a sucking lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. Samuel cried out to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. As Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel, but the Lord thundered with a mighty voice that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were routed before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of Mitzpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them down as far as Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mitzpah and Jeshunah, uh, and named it Eliezer, for he said, Thus far the Lord has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and did not enter 
the territory of Israel. The hand of the Lord was against the Philistine all the days of Samuel. The towns that the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel, from Ekron to Gath, and Israel recovered their territory from the hands of the Philistines. There was peace also between Israel and the Amorites. Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. He went on a circuit year by year to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mitzpah, and he judged Israel in all these places. Then he would come back to Ramah, for his home was there. He administered justice there to Israel and built there an altar to the Lord. After years of lamenting, Samuel asks the people if they are ready at last to return to the Lord, to set aside their idols and to vote themselves once more to the God who raised them out of slavery in Egypt and led them through the wilderness and into this good land, a land that God had given them as their inheritance. The people commit to reform, and the Lord goes out and strikes fear into the hearts of the Philistines, setting the stage for Israel to regain all that they had lost from the Philistines, and ushering in a time of peace with Samuel ruling now as judge. For a while, times will be good. Israel will rejoice in the Lord, faithfully observe the covenant, and enjoy Samuel's honest and inspired leadership. If we listen carefully, we will hear Israel returning to the Lord, the Lord who has always remained faithful to them. Israel had turned to other gods, perhaps not in a wholehearted way, They don't become exclusively worshippers of Baal or the other Canaanite deities, but neither do they look any more exclusively to the Lord. They mix and match, and in the process they become pagans. They set up for themselves the idea of a pantheon of gods, and they might turn to this god on this occasion and that god on that occasion, but they may always justify it as saying that they are always under the Lord, the god of their ancestors. This is what is meant when we hear that our God is a jealous God, that the first commandment is a commandment that demands complete loyalty to the Lord, an exclusive worship, and a God that invites our prayers in any and all situations, the God who is sovereign over all occasions, and has already proved it by leading them out of Egypt, through the Red Sea, through the wilderness, across the Jordan, and into this land. But this also gives us a chance to ask what it is that a God might be. A God is whatever or whoever we fear, love, or trust. And that is why money and wealth have the potential to ruling over us like a God. We tend to fear losing it. We love having it. And we place our trust for everything from health and happiness and its favorable presence in our life. And there are other gods, too, powers and forces, that we might turn to or put our trust in, in this situation or that situation. In this chapter, we hear how the people renounced their trust in other gods and returned to the Lord. And the Lord once again goes out to fight for them, restores their inheritance, establishes them in peace and in justice. That is what God has always promised to do for them. Not because they say the right words or they do the right stuff, but because God is faithful. We tend to think, when we read the Old Testament, that God is the only God in the picture. Now, the Lord is the only God, the Creator, uh, and all other gods are just 
wordless idols, but to people who go after them, to people in our day and in their day who seek good fortune, pleasure, and blessing from other sources, well, their hearts are divided. Their hearts aren't pure. The Lord will not share glory with some nothing God. So when the people pray to Baal for a good harvest instead of the Lord, what is God to do? From the time of Abraham's call, the Lord, the God of Israel, has chosen to reveal God's glory through this people in this nation. When it prospers, it is to God's glory. When it strays, how can God give his glory to an idol? But for now, at this point, in this place in time, God and God's people are reconciled, the Philistines are contained, and God's servant Samuel is serving as judge over Israel, and the peace of the Lord is with them all. And it is a great time for them to be alive. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation for the new creation in Christ and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially our congregation and its people. For those who govern the nations of the world, for the people who live in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, and for those who are working to bring peace and harmony into their lives and into our world, for all who are working working and striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. You have good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.